uh, George Ferruja, our very own, and Jason Adams from uh, Greyhound Racing Victoria. They said, hey, I demand time on this Friday uh, to talk about Greyhound Racing and the Australian Cup semis and the other features tomorrow. Uh, George, hello to you. G'day, Andrew. How are you? Uh, have you snapped any donuts or anything yet? No, I, t- uh, I tell you what, you're right. Craig uh, uh, had the last of the pineapples. Jeez, he's, uh, he's lapped up our production <laughs> bloke out there. And Jason Adams, uh, you would have had a go. Yeah, we'll have a go. I've never seen so many people here in the RSN office <laughs> getting some sort of whiff of some donuts, yeah. cakes. They've got Georgie here, they've got me here. Oh, and I bet you by the time we're out of the studio, they'll, they'll be, be disappeared. All, they'll yeah. be all gone. Uh, how good's this? Three-week carnival. I, I, you get a bit of a feel, don't you, when it's three weeks uh, instead of the heats and the final and it's suddenly all over. But, uh, George, the semis in that middle pack now, it gives us opportunity to relish these top greyhounds. Yeah, and because it's a, it's a there's four semifinals, it's sort of condensed, the class is condensed into four instead of eight. There's one race, um, Jason and Andrew, that I want to chat about. I haven't seen too many races where there's so much early speed. I'm I'm talking about semi-final number three, guys. Explicit's got early speed. Launch Code's got early speed. Mapunga Shine's got early speed. Of course, he led to win a a, a Group 1 Silver Chief. Here comes Millie's got early speed. Fernando Phil can jump out. Isles Entity can jump out. Piscopo Bale Bale can jump out. I haven't seen too many races where you wouldn't want to do too much wrong, Jace, um, out of the lids because it, they're all greyhounds that can run under 510 to the mark. Unbelievable. Yeah, indeed. And the one for explicit, I mean, his turn of foot last week was unbelievable, yeah. but he wasn't away that well. Yeah. So if there's any sort of danger that you could consider around him, it is sort of that frenetic early speed that we yeah. do see throughout the field. But, I mean, all things being equal and the way that the Thompsons do speak about this boy. He's going to be very hard to beat. Oh, look, I've still got him on top, but there's certainly no rest for the wicked. If anyone think that that's an easy semi-final, it certainly isn't because you can get greyhounds that can ping the lids. Um, Is you... there a danger that someone can come over the top of a, uh, of a leader because of the so much pace? Um, probably not in that race, if it's him, Andrew. No. Yeah. No, probably not in that race. Yeah. Are you guys buying into the next big thing? I, I, I'm sort of nearly there, especially if he has another good one um, tomorrow night. Um, I think as a sport, we jump to the next big thing quite quickly and get carried away with mm. good young dogs. The thing I take most seriously is the way that the Thompsons speak about this boy. I mean, yeah. we've known all sorts of stars they've had of, over the past 24 months. They don't quite speak in the same vein about them as what they do with Explicit. They think is a real deal, and uh, we can't argue that at this point in time. And this early on in his career, he's already got a G1 by his name. Well, well that's the thing. So for, for what you said, he's absolutely spot on. I think Postman Pat had that aura about him where they said he was the next big thing, and he's been a fantastic greyhound, don't get me wrong. But this greyhound, at his first go at a Group 1, won one. I mean, even RSN's own big energy. I mean, he's been trying for a little while. He's been thereabouts, and this guy just goes bang at his first attempt from box six guys, too. I mean, it certainly wasn't handed to him, and, yeah, I just... Uh, he's pretty special. Where is Poseman? Still a bit sore, I okay. think. Yeah, I, he's yeah. had one trial back along with Flying Zulu, so they've been the, the two omissions of the, the Thompson yeah. camp over recent weeks, so yeah. as far as I understand, both trialled. 
well and truly up to expectations. Probably golden Easter egg bound, I'd suggest. Both the timing would probably match up. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's go through them uh, in race book order for our listeners. So the first semi-final tomorrow night is race five, just before eight o'clock. At this stage with the tab, Morton is the favourite at $2.60 and Alpha Zulu at $3.20. Jason, what are your thoughts here on the first semi? Uh, it's tough. I'm with Alpha Zulu, and although he's had some knockers over the past few months, George, and I think would all admit he hasn't been in that same vein of form of which he carried himself in through August and September. I thought his run last week was good, and this is a field where the the early speed isn't exactly frantic, so I think this is an opportunity for him to bounce back, and I want to get your thoughts on Morton as well. He found all sorts of drama in the Tim Lee last week, but just watching the head-on vision, he just had this urge to just push off the track and then come back down, so... I don't have an explanation around that, but it's probably a bit unnatural to what we usually see from him. Yeah, he's usually pretty good. He usually stays in a, a fairly straight line. One thing that, that I'll take, and when we did this when we were on air, um, Andrew, uh, during the Dream Chaser series, yep. Storm Stroller's got box three, and Paul Bartolo told us he's one of those greyhounds that does not stop yapping in the boxes, and sometimes dogs drawn around him miss the start because yeah. they can't hear the lure. He's yeah. that loud, and he's drawn right next to Morton. That's mm. an interesting little and thing. And he can step straight to the left as well, Storm Yeah, he does. So Morton's got a, a little bit to get through. He's the class greyhound of the race. I'm going to have a bit of a play on American Queen. I think she's gone to the next level. Um, is she in this class? Maybe not. Maybe a rung below. But I, I thought her last couple of months have been really, really good. Okay, so seven dollars right now, American Queen. You mentioned the uh, the noise factor because uh, we were concerned going back to the Phoenix with Big Energy. Yeah. Uh, because uh, there's a there was a couple of greyhounds and the. Sp- um, wagering operators that had a greyhound in the race, they're near the boxes and are extremely loud. Yeah. And we were hoping for calmness and things. So it can relate to a greyhound or dog. It can be a dog at home. If another dog is yeah. barking two houses down, suddenly you've got four dogs barking. Some of, some greyhounds have that bravado where they don't care what's going on, but I think Big Energy was one of those greyhounds. Even on Melbourne Cup night, guys, when he missed so it, the lights yeah. went down, there was a, a show, yeah. and he sort of just fretted a little bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, get, I fret a bit when the lights go out. <laughs> uh, so American Queen at $7. Something for George each way there. And uh, your fancy, Jace, is uh, Alpha Zulu, $3.20. So in finality of this race, what are you wrapping Morton? What, you, you haven't put Morton on top, the favourite, so give us some thoughts. Oh, look, I, it certainly wouldn't surprise me if he won. I mean, he's a class animal. His form in Brisbane was fantastic. I just think he has to navigate that first 50 metres to the point that Jason made about him just shifting off a little bit. He can be a little bit hit or miss at box rise, and when you get to this level, you can't be making those mistakes, can you? No, and as good as he is, I mean, none of us are going to argue the point oh, that he's got great. a lot of ability, but I mean, we go back to his Queensland forms through the gold bullion where he had to come from almost last in both his heat and final. You can't afford that down here. And we saw that in the team lead last week. So for those reasons, I'm willing to take him on. Righto. The second semi is uh, race number six at 8.23. Tim Zhu off the red is the tab favourite at this stage, $2.50. Shima Current is at $4.50. Uh, you've got Buddy Manali is at nine fifty. But uh, this is another one. I should mention Mapunga Smokey, who's at uh, $8.50 off the white. Tim Zhu. For our listeners that maybe don't follow Greyhound Racing all the time, but they're following it because it's the Australian Cup, how does Box one, the red, go with Tim Zhu. It's important, very important, because I think largely, Georgie, he's a tardy beginner. Yeah. I mean, we've seen him fly out at times, and his best efforts have probably been on one-turn tracks to this 
point in time. So an inside draw is going to be vital for him. Apart from his Melbourne Cup heat wing, which was outstanding, yep. that was the time he began really well, Jace, wasn't it? But I agree with you. He's hit or miss early. So box one gives him an opportunity to really drive through there. Um, he's got Orly Bale drawn around him, so he should be able to drive in. And he's one of the fastest greyhounds in the country. There's no doubt about it, Tim Zoo. I'm sticking with past the buck only because... I was on him all last week. I couldn't believe the 280, got into 220. I think he's got another week under his belt, Jace. He's a greyhound that, like Explicit, can go five seconds or slightly under to the first mark. And usually when greyhounds like that lead, they're hard to run down. Um, he's my on top up past the buck. Yeah, I'm with him as well. And I'm probably a bit more bullish than what most people would be. And before last week, I was off the past the buck bandwagon. But the way that he performed last week... That early speed in that race that he competed in wasn't the deepest race of the night. But the the nature of the speed early that he visually looked like he was slightly better than midfield, when you compare the numbers to the Tem Lee, the meeting average throughout the whole card, which we know was stacked of superstars, he began much better than what it looked. So I think he's ready to explode. And a friend of mine saying, oh, how can you tip him? He ran with the slowest of the heats. I'm, I don't, nah, I'm not really rubbish. concerned about yep. that at all. Because he was up against a greyhound who probably had the most unbelievable early speed, was a, a great provincial dog. He had to work around that dog. We've seen him do it at the Meadows. Forget his runs at Terrelgan. He got beaten by an all-timer in Unleashed Kalinda. I don't think the track suited him all that well. I think he loves the Meadows. Um, yes, Tim Zhu is the big danger here, but I'm on past the buck. If he leads Tim Zhu, does he still win? And Tim Zhu settles second? Yeah, I think he can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he can. Sorry, I'm going to pose that question because you said Tim Zhu twice. So who do you think will lead? Pass the buck. I think pa- he'll step straight yep. to the front. Okay, so pass the buck, but Tim Zhu can still win the race. Yeah, uh, he can come in from behind. Yeah, yep. okay. Yep. So $3.50, I did miss that greyhound along the way, uh, is where we're sitting for pass the buck, $3.50. Uh, so we've spoken about the third semi, but w- did we get your tips? I don't reckon we did. Um, are you explicit, both of you, or are you splitting up. I don't reckon it'd be anyone in Australia, George, who's going against explicit in this. Yeah, I mean, if if I'm going to tip him in the Tim Lee from box six against that field, it'd be silly not to tip him in this race. As I said, though, you do not want to make one mistake. Every single ground in this race has got some early speed. It, it really is incredible. Fernando Phil was running low five seconds here, and he's at $12. I mean, there's probably a couple of dogs you want to have a sniff around at each way plays here. Yeah. Fernando Phil being one of them at $12, but I'm with explicit for sure. Wow. Yeah, my, my attention doesn't go anywhere else outside of explicit. I think after what we saw last week, since he's resumed to racing, his turn of foot was unbelievable in that second phase oh. of the first split last week. So if he does that again, he just wins, in my opinion. Okay, so George, just for our again for our uh, loyal family, if they want to play exotics, you, you so you've given Fernando Phil at about twelve dollars, short the place obviously. But mm-hmm. what are the other some of the others that they could play with in that race if they want to go explicit to win? Uh, you'd you'd have to throw in Mapunga Shine, I think, off box seven at around six dollars fifty. You'd have to throw in the six if you're taking some trifectas. Isles Entity, who's fourteen dollars, um, and you certainly don't leave the one out. That, that that's it's just one of those races where you probably go explicit for a win, and then you've got to go really wide, second and third, if you want to play that way. Yeah. 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 All right, the last of the semis is due at seven minutes past nine. Uh, you've got Kane Bale, number four, the favourite at $3.10. Scalacci's there, hoping to eat pizza by tomorrow night, <laughs> uh, currently at $4.40. Umberto is at $4.60. Hector Foley is another joint favourite at $3.10, and they are the main ones. So... 
Kane bail box four. Hector Forley was so oh, you were up and about about Hector last oh, week, George. Three dollars so. ten from box five. What's the makeup of this race early? Uh, Kane Bale's turned into a different greyhound um, out weird, of the boxes. It? it is so he, weird. He went 5.11 early. When he was first starting, um, Andrew, he was running 5.40. So to give our listeners a guy, that's probably... He's improved about five lengths to the first to the post the first time, which it's is incredible. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, I, again, I'm, I can't go against Hector Forley. I think he's racing with an air of confidence at the moment. Yes, the box draw is tricky. And if, if for me, again, there's a little bit of value here, Andrew, if we want to play each way, and that's number seven, my magic man, because I think he'll lead the race. Um, if Kane Bale and Hector Forley are anywhere near him, they will blow him away, um, like they did last week, or like Hector Forley did last week, but happy to have a play at $10 on my magic man, but I, I expect Hector Forley to win. Yeah, my thoughts are completely different. I, I think Hector Forley's in strife. I okay. think he won't get the room that he's had over the past couple of weeks, and I would love him to put on a clinic and, again, win in, in fast time and make his way through to a big one. But I just don't see with the speed on the inside with uh, Umberto, Scalacci, and then to the outside with my magic man, he's not going to get that clear room in my view. So my attention surrounds Scalacci. Box one's a good thing, and if you go back and watch the Tim Lee from last week, he was one of the best greyhounds in the field to begin. Yeah. He just got transponder, giving this big hip and shoulder about yeah. five or six metres into the race, which ended his chances, mm. and then Morton come down and cleaned him up. So I think if he's a getaway in the same fashion, he won't have the same drama this time around. So I'm with Scalacci. And right. if he does win, Andrew, I might have a pizza Sunday night oh, reckon, at Telgy's yeah. Shop in Caram Downs. I'll yeah. tell you what, one thing I'd love to see, <laughs> I know it's probably not going to happen, but can you imagine Kane Bale and Hector Foley going head-to-head head head down oh, the back? Imagine a match race. I mean, two of the best finishers in Australia, these two No, it would be better if you got Umberto out in front, my magic man out in front, Scalacci thereabouts, and those two are probably four or five stalking. lengths off. I love a a good chase. I love uh, horses or greyhounds coming off from off the pace. It's (laughs) been on a little bit. And then you get them coming out of the pack. There's nothing better. Yeah, and he's the one to do that, Hector Foley. I mean, he's the greyhound in Australia. His mid-race pace is huge. We know his best work's over 600 metres. And, yeah, he is the most watchable greyhound in the country. I always look forward to the future markets and uh, I want to just offer it up now. So this is the betting as it is, the all-in betting right now on the Australian Cup final. So the semis tomorrow night, then the final seven days later. Explicit is at $3.50, Alpha Zulu at 6 Kane Bale at 8 Hector Forley at 8 and Morton at 8 along with Pass the Buck. Tim Zhu, Umberto. Gee, they've got a few at $8. They're playing it safe there, the mm. boys. Shima Current is at 12 uh, and then the next best is 21 So would you back explicit before tomorrow night to win the final at $3.50? Yeah, because I don't think you'll get three fifty if he makes the final. Yeah. I don't. I, I no. think he'll what start price with. would he be? Because if you are multiplying his price this week to next week, I mean, if he wins this week and goes twenty nine sixty five, yeah. what is he this week? It could be worse than two dollars yeah. in the final. Mm. Yeah. Unless he draws the red and he runs twenty nine fifty again, and you know he'd probably be a dollar eighty again. But I get your point there. If I'm going to have a play, I really want to have something on Hector Fall in past the buck at eight dollars, okay. because again, I don't think both of those greyhounds would start that if they made the final. Yeah, I'm not sure about Hector Fall. I think there's so much risk given the way that he gets away, and not that it's awfully bad. But these races that are com- he's competing in are red hot. So past the buck's yeah. probably the the one for me outside of Explicit, who's the obvious one. But yeah, with a bit more meat on the bone, past the buck. And just watch one more greyhound, Andrew, and we, ha- yeah. we haven't mentioned it, is Mapunga Reward. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a greyhound that young 
be able to weave through traffic the way he does. He's got to brain that dog. He's going to have a really big future. And Jeff Britton's pretty conservative, I think, as a trainer. For him to put this Greyhound in the Australian Cup Series after start six or seven, Jace, I think he um, highlights what he thinks of this dog. Yeah, he's just got to have a chat to Kane Bale and find out a new way to get out, doesn't he? <laughs> he does, he yeah. does. He is improving slowly, but probably not yeah. quick enough. Goes into race five uh, tomorrow night. All right, so that's the Australian Cup, the Fanta Bale Stayers. Uh, what are we looking forward to in those couple of races? Well, they're good. Um, the thing I'm looking forward to most in a big way, I think Palava King just wins heat two. He was enormous last week. Yeah. He made a meal of the start. He was way too far back. He was in drama, really, and he was still within probably four lengths of the winner. So his numbers mid-race were off the charts, and visually he was huge. And meets a field this week, George, with no Val Bolicella. And it's a it's a weaker assignment to what he met last week. I'm I'm with you. I'm switching my tips. I was all Zohar Bale last week and was happy with the each way odds he was. But I think Palawa King didn't have a really good preparation, Jace, for him to come and do what he did and get to the line. He like could he only did. be better for it. Oh, he? absolutely. Two twenty five. Happy to jump on board for sure. Big night tomorrow night at the Meadows, the semis of the Australian Cup and uh, the Fanta Bale. The first race at 6.39. George will be on tomorrow night uh, with Lua rolling at about 6.15 with the very latest going into the card and then a full coverage, of course, on RSN. Boys, uh, thanks for coming in and enjoy... Something outside. We will. Just not too I'm many. Getting George. there first. Not too many. <laughs> good <laughs> on if you there's guys. any donuts left, they are mine. Uh, good <laughs> luck with guys. that. See you, boys. George Perugia and Jason Adams talking the Australian Cup.